Living thankfully. Obviously, today is not Thanksgiving. That's about eight weeks away from us. But I want to share a message with you this morning about living thankfully. Before we begin, let's go to the Father and pray. Our gracious Father, we, we do thank you for the many blessings that we have in life. You know, Father, in our humanity, we get so focused on what's going on around us, things we have to deal with day to day. And sometimes it's easy for us to, to get down. But I pray as we consider this this morning, Father, we will be encouraged to not look down, but look up and recognize all the rich blessings that you've given to us each and every day, small, large, sometimes almost unnoticed, and yet they are there. Speak to us today, Father. Remind us of how much we have to be thankful for. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We uh, seem to be living in a day and time when our world, and I've used this terminology before, seems to be devolving, winding down. Uh, we went through a pandemic not so long ago, and as we look around us and we observe what's in the news, There's a lot of negative things out there. As uh, I hear people often say, people my age anyway, it's, it's not the world I knew growing up. And it's not. It's changing. And it's not changing for the better. Uh, things that used to be wrong are now right in a lot of people's eyes. Uh, Things that used to be unacceptable are acceptable now in a lot of people's minds. And if you don't agree with that, then you're wrong. As we deal with this from day to day, it is very easy for us to kind of get down and just be focused on all the things that are wrong, all the things that are bad, all the things we wish were different, better. And that is the world we're living in. But I want to turn your attention to the words of the Apostle Paul, who found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, where Paul writes, In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now we have a tendency to read Scripture and imagine that the world then was so different than it is now. That we have it a lot worse now than they had it then. And so it was probably easy for Paul to say to them then, 
and think and everything give thanks because they didn't have to deal with what we have to deal with. And we think, how am I supposed to give thanks when I have to deal with all these things? And it's not just the things that are out there and around us. It's things that are happening in our own lives. Maybe you've been mistreated. Maybe you have failed to be the person God wants you to be. And maybe you're struggling emotionally, financially, physically. How do you give thanks and everything when, I'm, when not everything is so great? It's a good question. So we're going to try to answer that this morning. First, however, I want to turn us back to the text and point out something that would help us keep things in perspective. Now, you know how often I remind you of something called context. Well, Paul's admonition to give thanks in everything has a context. It's not just a thought he had floating around in his mind. He thought, oh, I should say that. In chapter 2, Paul makes reference to the suffering that they have gone through at the hands of their countrymen. And when you consider the immediate context of Paul's admonition, he talks about the troublemakers that they're having to deal with, the evil people that they're struggling against. Now, does that sound familiar? Does that sound like today? It really wasn't all that different back then. Uh, and one of the things that makes today sound so much worse is communication. We have television. We have computers. We have phones. We hear everything that's going on, not just here, but around the world every day. And it seems so much worse, but I would say that the world's not really that much different. We just know more about it now. Yes, they had to deal with difficult people, troublemakers, evil people, difficult situations. And in the face of this, Paul says to them, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and he tells them to give thanks, even in the midst of trouble, evil, and suffering. So, again, the question is, how do we do this? How do we give thanks in the midst of all the difficulty we deal with? Listen closely to what Paul says. In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In everything, whatever's happening, whatever's going on around the world, whatever's happening in your life, whatever you're facing, the evil, the pain, the struggles, whether they be emotional, financial, physical, give thanks. But again we say, how? How do you give thanks for these things? 
What does Paul say here? He says, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, words are important. Paul said, in everything. He didn't say, for everything. He's not telling us to be thankful for all the evil that we deal with, the struggles that we have. But in it, in the midst of it, in the middle of it, while you're dealing with it, be thankful. You're not thankful that you have to suffer. You're not thankful that you're being treated by, wrongly by evil people. You're not thankful that you're being emotionally drained or that you're physically sick. You are, however, to be thankful in the midst of all that. You're thankful that despite all that, you are in Christ Jesus. Consider. What's the worst that could happen to you? You could die. But what's the best that could happen to you? You could die. The world and all the evil and struggle and pain, it can bring, that it can bring down on you will not ever conquer you because you are in Christ Jesus. It may be all around you. It may be, you may feel like you're immersed in the difficulty and the, the evil of the world and the hardships of the world. But you're in Christ Jesus. It may surround you, but you're in Christ. This is not the end. This is not the end of the story. When you are in Christ, the world does not have the final say. So give thanks. When you're in Christ, no matter what seems all-encompassing, it is only a moment in time. It's not eternity. You're in Christ. You have an eternity. Give thanks. And here's the part that is probably the hardest to grasp because we are so prone to focusing on whatever is right in front of us. I don't know if, if you remember when we had Margaret Widener's funeral. Uh, the crochet picture that she has back there on the wall, uh, we had that sitting up here on the stage. And I was talking about how God sees a person's whole life when we only see a small portion of it. And noted that if you stand right up next, and you can go back to the wall and you'll see this happen. If you stand right up next to that picture, what are you going to see? A little piece of cloth and a hole. <laughs> That's all you're going to see. You have to step back away from it to see the big picture, to see what's really going on. 
And it's that way in life. We get so focused on what is right in front of our face. And that's when we get down. And that's when we feel low. And that's when we feel depressed. And that's when we feel like the world's against us. Woe is me. And Paul says, give thanks. Well, how do you give thanks? Step back. Step back and see the big picture. You're in Christ. You have an eternity ahead of you in the presence of God. This little picture that you're looking at right now, it's only for a moment. That's not eternity. Step back and realize that you have eternity in Christ. When you're facing struggles, when you're facing hardship, when you're facing and dealing with evil, when you're facing emotional pain or financial pain or physical pain, step back. Look around you. Look beyond the little hole that you see. Look at all the blessings that you have in your life because of Christ. And when you step back, it's not just the big picture of eternity that you will see. When you step back from the, the thing you get so focused on and look around you, you begin to see all the blessings. You start seeing the good things that God has given to you. Each and every day, there is something good that God has done around you and for you in your life. We sang that song a while ago. Count your blessings. I put the words in your bulletin here. The chorus. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings and see what God has done. In everything, give thanks. For this is God's, the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Yes, you have and you will face pain. You will face turmoil. You will face difficulty in life. You will look around the world and maybe feel somewhat oppressed by the evil that is growing in this world. But don't let what's right in front of you define your life. Step back. And keep your focus on all you have to be thankful for. Your life in Christ here and in eternity. His blessings in your life here and in eternity. And instead of living with a frown, live with a smile. Thankful. Live thankfully. Now, I don't know if you looked at your bulletin this morning, but in my word to grow by, 
where I wrote the words to that song. Down at the bottom, I said, let's do it. I want to explain that. I have a challenge for you. We have about eight weeks before Thanksgiving. I'm going to challenge each of us to uh, get a piece of paper or a notepad and at the very top of it, I want you to write in big letters, my blessings. Every day, at least once a day, put something down on that paper. Make a list, a number, I want you to number them too. Number a blessing that you have that day. And it doesn't have to, just, it doesn't have to be just that day. You can look back in time if you want and remember blessings that have come to you. Put them down on the paper. Try to do at least one every day between now and Thanksgiving. Maybe some days you'll just put down one thing. Maybe some days you'll put down four or five or six things. Put them down, number them between now and Thanksgiving. At our Thanksgiving service, I want you to bring that with you. And we're going to share them. Uh, if, if you don't feel like actually saying what's on your list, uh, we're going to have an area where you can just lay it down where we can all look at it and see the blessings that God has given you. I'm going to try to remember to remind you keep doing this because we have eight weeks now ahead of us every day so when you get home today get you a notepad write blessings across the top of it and tonight start with number one think you can do that I hope so let's pray